I need to pull up the IMDb page because I don't remember the names of all the soul skaters, don't you know? Is it bad if I look at the IMDb page and I'm like, oh, I can't tell you which one of these are all the soul skaters. <laughs> oh, it's Brink time. Brink! The third Disney Channel original movie. Hey, Jeremy. Yes. When you woke up this morning, did you say to yourself, today I'm going to talk or today I'm going to skate? <laughs> I said, today I'm going to skate, man. It's high as you want. you're in the wrong place because we're going to talk about it. So Brink is the third Disney Channel original movie. Uh, it is about a group of cool rollerbladers who skate for fun and not for the money. Except, except for the except. Okay, if you if you skate for fun and not for the wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm gonna get too far in it. No, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. If you're gonna skate for fun, why are you skating in competition? <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't that by definition skating for something other than? <laughs> fun <laughs> like i get that they try to play it off as well we don't care if we win or lose we're right. just here to have fun right but they seem awfully excited when they win oh crud spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> so before we get in did you how did you feel about brink and why, I, I, why I'm do we, saying why, that, what do you mean before we get in i've already i've already gotten to the end because of the exclamation point, i'm right? saying brink because yes the title of this movie is brink with an exclamation point at the end for some reason because uh what was the which what what chef did the bam thing emerald, emerald right emerald Lagasse. yeah yeah so he must have named this film brink it's 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 kind of like uh jingle bell jingle boom jingle mm. bam jingle bam there jingle we go brink. see jingle brink <laughs> man that they could have synergized this how do i feel about brink <laughs> brink is the I think Brink is the best of the three Disney Channel original movies we've seen thus far. It is certainly the most by the numbers one. I think this is this is clearly when they fell into the like here is the Disney Channel original movie formula and this is what we're going to stick to, I think. I am so glad that you said that because as I like this is a and, and you notice that long pause there because that is the conclusion that I reached that this is likely the best of the three. But and I can't remember the name. What was the name of the, the, the Kirk Cameron dog one? You lucky dog. There we go. As as bad as that movie was, if I was if I had some friends over at like right now and we were going to have to watch You Lucky Dog or Brink, I would probably throw on You Lucky Dog. Yeah. Now, my friends would hate me for throwing, but... But you would have a better time watching exactly, You Lucky Dog. Exactly. We would have more fun watching what is definitively a worse film. Right. But here's the thing. You Lucky Dog falls into a... Again, this is my personal opinion. It falls into a it's bad category right whereas brink falls into an it's okay and like you said formulaic and by the numbers kind of movie 
So what do I like? We I sat down and watched this with Nancy, and fifteen minutes into the movie, I could tell you what all the major, you know, and even she could, she could. So I know it's not just that I've watched too many Disney Channel movies or something. She could also tell you what all the major beats, you know. We're like, okay, well, it's it's all going to come down to some big skate. Oh, look, they're talking about a invitational and a championship so it's all going to come down to these two teams in the championship and these two guys seem to hate each other the most so they're going to have to skate against each other and these are clearly the you know protagonist and the antagonist so we all know who's going to win and how Mm -hmm. it's all going to play out yep so it's definitely yeah it's it it, i thought it was fine like it it's it's not a great film but it's you know entertaining uh it's it was more entertaining to me the like caricature of a southern california high schooler uh than the actual like plot i don't know i so basically the the story of this movie is that um andy who is brink his last name is brinker so he goes by brink uh he and his friends skate and uh they rollerblade for fun and they do these tournaments or whatever but they are a team and they always skate with each other and they only skate for fun um because they just love to skate and they look down on the other kids who are on you know the sponsored team or whatever uh, who who skate for the money yeah team x blades because they skate with a z with a z and no e uh no no so so technically x blads (laughs) um but so then uh brink finds out that his family is like in financial trouble and so he's like uh i gotta join x blades um but secretly it's because he wants to be famous and known as like a professional skater but he doesn't tell anybody that he tells his parents like i gotta do this because i get paid 200 dollars a week and we can use it to fix your car dad and like but he really wants to be like a famous skater and get paid to skate um, so he goes and joins Team X Blades, and against his parents' wishes, he goes and joins X Blades, but doesn't tell his friends because he doesn't want his friends to to find out and look down on him for being a sellout. Um, but then, obviously, they do find out and they get mad at him. And then one of the X Blades guys sabotages a a course, and one of his soul skater which oh we didn't even talk about soul skater soul skaters are the people who skate for we fun didn't, we didn't talk about soul skater because soul skater was such an underdeveloped <laughs> concept in this movie yeah i think soul skater as a as terminology is used five times in this film yeah which one like, of them being dude i thought you were a soul skater yeah because because like early on in this in, in the in the movie like within the first five to ten minutes you know they're they they very quickly set up we are the soul skaters this is team x blades and it was one of the guys says something about you know being a soul skater or soul skating and i'm like okay so that's gonna be a recurring thing no no we're gonna forget that we call ourselves soul. you know except like just pass in passing conversation and honestly i think it's probably under because there's just like that's pretty much all it is Soul skater, skating for the love of skating. There you go. That's that's the what all that's everything about soul skating, and so that's why it never becomes anything more than that. But it just kind of amazed me at how how that 
how something that felt like it should have been a big part of the film just wasn't film movie tv movie there we go let's not let's not go putting on airs this is a binary skate society we live in you're either a soul skater or you're a sellout and you and that's it okay but at the same time we there there are other teams right Uh, as we see at the uh at the champ at the invitational and the championship like i don't hear them ever talking you know yeah, those losers at Alpha Force or G Force. I I can't remember. Like, there there's at least one other team name that gets said uh, because you know it's the team that's there to create some some tension at the at the champ. Will they? Won't they? At the championship or whatever. Right. I but like that was a that was another team that sounded like a they were a what sponsored team, and they they don't hate them. They seem to really only hate X Blades, which admittedly how could you douche. how could you not because the writers just said how much of a jerk can we make one person yeah val he's a jerk and like i'm finding i'm finding this movie kind of hard to talk about because it's just so blah because it's so generic right? yeah like at least you lucky dog and under wraps were different and like especially uh under wraps was like this it it was almost the pilot of the disney channel original movies like it was it was the one where they're like we could make original movies check this out and then they they made a movie about a mummy coming back to life and it was you know pretty good and yeah but it was very very unusual and, and it then, was and it was campy and right. and everything, but that was okay. Yeah. Whereas this this definitely felt more mainstream. Like I started out, you know, and, I, and I'm trying to take little notes here and there to remind remind myself of major things that I want to talk about or whatever. And you know, it, it starts out pretty decently because he uses the word chornage, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we can definitely talk about chornage because i've never heard chores called chornage but as you said i'm not a i'm not a soul skater so maybe that's part of the problem yeah you sell out yeah and then and then they're at the bus stop with the some of the worst like i don't as as low rent as parts of under wraps felt or or you lucky dog the the horrible adr job that was done at that on that bus stop scene i don't think i've seen the likes of on either of the other two films like it they they might as well have just put up a big flashing sign this the audio for this scene stunk and we had to re-record it turns out there was a lot of bus noise at the bus stop <laughs> yeah at the bus stop who would have who to thunk it you know and then and then they're like oh well surely you're not talking about skating to the beach because it's a million miles away cut to you know a couple scenes and boom they're immediately at the beach right uh so you know it started out like promising i thought okay well there'll be some stuff and then you just hit these dry spells where you're like okay well now i know everything that's about to happen in this movie and it just keeps doing what i think it's going to do yeah they're very very again by the numbers i mean introduce introduce clearly the person who is going to be the antagonist uh introduce like even even some 
I don't know. It just, yeah, it, it was very, very kind of boring. And I, I'm really struggling to talk about anything <laughs> in this movie. Like, honestly. Hey, hey, can we can we talk about that they had the, we had, that, the uh, that the Black Power Ranger was in this movie? Yes, yeah. Because I, like, I, I saw him and I'm like, I know him from somewhere. In the milkshake scene, from? yeah, he's the he's the Black Ranger. Yeah, yeah, as the as Boomer, the the skater who gets injured that then opens up the spot for, uh, for for Brink to to join the 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 other the other team, and and like okay, here's something to talk about. How. Like the is did this take place like this took place in California, right? Yeah. Not Gotham City, right? Right. Okay, good. Cuz I was wondering cuz Brink goes to the Invitational and he's wearing shades <laughs> because he doesn't want to be recognized and like, "Oh, I put on a pair of sunglasses and that's only ever worked in Gotham or did I No, in not Metropolis. even Gotham. Metropolis. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry, uh, I screwed up my comic books there. But yes, it, regardless, it only works in the comic books. Uh, and 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 even okay. So he puts on the sunglasses, right, so that he can't be recognized. And then they he goes up to to begin his run, and they're like, and Andy Brink Brinker now starting. And I'm like, so what is the point of the sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> Are you hoping that because yeah. I don't maybe you know what deleted scenes deleted scenes are important because maybe I missed the deleted scenes where his friends were deaf and so they wouldn't hear the they wouldn't hear the announcer <laughs> and therefore the 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 sunglasses would would work just I don't yeah yeah but it was it was by the numbers hey Jeremy did you did you ever use the uh, the the nunya on anybody no. So you never use the what's this nunya nunya business? I didn't. I, I don't okay, think I ever I mean, said it was, that was like a mom thing. My mom said nunya. Uh so your mom your mom might have been a writer on this film. I guess so, yeah. Cause She's they, head writer. Totally... How did I forget that? My mom was head writer on <laughs> Brink. <laughs> are you sure are you sure that you forgot? Maybe you've just been wearing sunglasses <laughs> and trying to avoid it. That's what she, her name, she disguised her name in the credits with sunglasses. Okay. Okay. Well now, now it all makes sense, but, and, and dude, yeah. how, how can they make the, the antagonist, the Val character in this movie, such a jerk. And then continuously people are like, I didn't think he was going to do that. Yeah. I didn't know he was going to do that. Like at, at least 3 times in this film. They go to the the downhill track. And Val puts gravel on no, the no, road. No. Grouse he starts by telling Brink who is who is at this point skating for Team X-Blades, uh, it's going to skate against his old team. Hey, stay to the outside of the corner. But dude, you never stay to the outside of a corner. Just do it. Trust me. Because he's a Are, jerk, and he put gravel. Oh, oh, he knows. He knows a big secret about that corner. And if you go to the inside, uh, it's somehow slower. No, you idiot. <laughs> he sabotaged it. But then, but then he's like, I didn't know he was going to do that. Yeah, 
I didn't think I didn't think he would be that bad. It's like why? What made you think he wouldn't be that bad? Yeah, what other thing has he done up to this point to to prove and and then like on the final uh by the way, this is this movie is spoiled for you, but again, you knew in the first 15 minutes of this movie how it was all going to to play out, right? I mean, yeah, once you knew there was going to be a tournament at the end, like as soon as they said we got to get ready for the invitational and then the championship or whatever that you knew they were going to win like the the movie certainly wasn't going to end with a loss by the soul skaters right but they're on the on the last thing where once again now it's now now Brink has returned to his team he's a soul skater once more skating against Val and you know, Val goes to hit him, misses, goes tumbling, and then Brink goes to help him because we've proven time and time again that he's a soul skater, so he's all about helping people. And then Val says, I knew you were going to do it, grabs his hand, throws him, and then jumps back on the course and everything. And then at the end, his other teammates are like, oh, dude, I never thought he would do something like that. <laughs> what the heck? You you knew he threw the gravel on no. the course. You knew that he's been a jerk this whole... I don't understand how people can think this way about this dude. <laughs> yeah. He, but, he, but again, there was he is... no nothing redeeming about Val, which a, a well-written, you know, villain should have some redeeming qualities. But yeah, this guy just didn't have any, anything redeeming about him. He was so evil, like just so like one track mind just I got to do if there's a bad choice. If there's a choice that makes something bad for a person, I have to do that. And that was his deal. Like, he's just going to do that. Like, he's so bad. There's nothing redeeming about Val. And, like, his teammates, I would even say his teammates are better written bad guys. Because they're, like, kind of behind him, but they also are stupidly surprised when he does bad things yeah they're they're like we just want to skate and we know you know it's one thing to be a jerk like what there's that there's that scene at the beginning where they throw where he throws the shoes over the the line or whatever and and uh one of them and it might have been boomer or something i don't know one of them says you know i thought we were just going to mess with him i didn't know we were going to do that like that that yeah we're bad guys but we're not that kind of bad guys yeah they they seem to have at least a little bit of a conscience where which val does not and that like makes me think about where are his parents what are what are like what is how is he being brought up like why is he so bad but it's just bad writing it's but then he, but he then he's somehow an amazing skater yeah, he's definitely a really good skater. And it cracked me up it, when when uh, when Brink was trying to get on Team X-Blades and the guy was like, the owner guy was like, oh yeah, hey, you're on the team. Uh, you know, I'll pay you 200 bucks a week, whatever, plus some more when you win, blah, 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 I'll get you skates and everything. And then he's like, double take, oh, by the way, your parents are cool with this, right? And he's like, oh, my parents? Yes, they're cool. And the guy's like, great. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> that like, guy's like 
great. Just had to ask that for right. legal purposes. Don't I, actually care how you answer it. I'm legally obligated not. to ask you if your parents are cool with this. Bye. Yeah, which that doesn't seem skeezy either at all, <laughs> yeah. right? And then, like, it's not, it, you know, you talk about, about his team, right? Which, honestly, like you said, probably better, at, at least better bad guys in that they seem like they don't want to they don't want to be so bad that it's unbelievable bad right. yeah but there's also like the rest of the soul skaters feel pretty nobody nobody is fleshed out in this movie with the exception of perhaps brink who goes on a journey does anybody else change in this film no well i guess peter for a second is pretty mad at Brink for lying, but he gets over that pretty quick. But then he gets yeah, but He's then he gets over it. And then, and then like all, two all Brink scenes has later, to do is be everybody's like, hey, cool I, again. Hey, I got you I bought you or you know, we're we're sponsored now. I got you guys some new uh some new skates. And they're yeah, and all like some, oh, great. and some and some shirts with a dog and a dog bath uh on them. And everything, everything is cool again. And now we all want to skate together. Which, like, you knew there had to be that that you know coming together once more. But like, couldn't they couldn't they have come together? And in the meantime, um, like Gabriella, who's now been taken out and is sitting there in that scene trying to to coach the other two, right? Like, maybe she becomes the coach during that. Like, Brink has been away, and now he has to learn what it's like not to be the 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 leader of the team right like they're looking to someone else or yeah. something like that that could have shown some growth the only growth we have is that peter's finally going to hit the 540 to to seal the deal for the the last act of this of this movie and again if you didn't know that by 10 minutes like he couldn't hit the 540 and then team x-blade shows up and there's a competition. Once you know those three pieces of data, you should yeah. be able to to get to. He's going to be able to land the 540, but not until everything is on the line at the competition. It's so funny, too, because like the announcer at the competition is like the most low rent Tony Hawk at the X Games like knockoff. I'm surprised they didn't like say, oh, it's me, Donnie Falcon here. Uh <laughs> announcing for this invitational it's like he's so he's like oh it's a 542 fakey you know christ whatever it's like lots, it of, just, lots of Liu kang in there which yeah. i mean i now here's the thing i don't i don't i i don't skate so that could be a legit thing and i and i imagine that it actually is a legit thing i just didn't know that there were so many mortal combat references and well and i guess it's just the one but he says it multiple it's times just so it's such a it's such a caricature of southern california like i can't i can't take it because it's so over the top and like when he's talking to his dad and he's like they couldn't they couldn't step off so we had you know beef and they got beef back and it's like no one no one would talk to their parents like that okay okay here's the thing no one would talk to their parents like that but I do appreciate that I think when I think that one is the one where his dad responds with the like 
don't they teach English at your school? Oh, wait, you you weren't there long enough to know because, by the way, Brink gets suspended from school for racing because skating is not allowed at school. Uh, so, you know, that like that was a pretty I, sick I feel dad like burn. I feel like all of that was was a setup for the dad. And honestly, the thing. So so personally, right. Like there's a there's a there's a movie rating and you and I have discussed this before, but I'm going to let everybody else in real quick. There's a movie rating app that I use that asks me to rate a movie from one star to five stars. And I don't like rating movies like that because it's too hard for me because then I have to decide, you know, and it even allows for half stars. And so then I have to ask myself, well, if this movie is here, but I know it's better than this movie, but it's worse than this movie. And then I add another movie and then it just screws everything up. So I simplify. I simplified. And my simplification is one star is two thumbs down. That is a garbage movie. Two stars is one thumb down. It's still a bad movie, but it's just three stars is a nothing movie. And and you know, I, I know this is where you and I differ because you don't you don't you actually I think what you you do three through five stars are positive rankings, right? Mine is Mine is one. Well, you go ahead and do yours. I'll do mine. Okay. Okay. I, I just so three stars is is it's a movie. It's neither bad nor good. It is nothing to me. It is a movie. Four stars is a one thumbs up. This is where the vast majority of movies tend to end up, right? Where it's a good movie, not a great movie, but it's a good. And then of course five stars, two thumbs up. That's a great movie. But I I want to be pretty selective about what movie gets in there. What probably got Brink from a three star because it was so by the numbers and everything, and and admittedly this part was by the numbers as well, but moved it to I I, I see myself rate, rating this a four star, which for me is the you know it's a good movie. It's it moved it above nothing because I I didn't no part of it made me think it's a bad movie, but I thought it was going to be a nothing movie until the scene where you know the dad is talking to him and. The, the whole thing about, you know, when I got laid off, I didn't know who I was because I identified myself by my job title. And I, you know, basically this this teaching you how to how to not value yourself in in one specific thing, but to recognize that there are, there are bigger things in your life that that give you value. That I thought was a really good message. And that I actually bumped it up for me. I I wanted to talk about this because I felt like for that 5 minutes this movie became like a very good movie. Like this movie that that message that his dad tells him about I used to be construction foreman and I love to say I'm the construction foreman and I totally identified myself by what I did and then I got laid off and I didn't know who I was anymore. And then he tells Brink, you are Andy Brinker, a good son and a good kid and a good student who just happens to skate. You're not a, you know, like you're not a skater who is, you know, who just happens to be Andy. That was such a good message, well delivered. And I was I was kind of taken aback by like how like they this father-son moment so completely encapsulated their relationship it like i i don't I, I i know the actor who played his dad from other stuff 
Uh, I've seen him before, but like the, just the delivery of that message was so fatherly and so good and, and well-written. Like it, it, it was a completely different movie for five minutes. And then it went back to this by the numbers thing. But like that was, that was the bridge of the song. If this movie was a song, that was the bridge where it like just went to a completely different place for a second mm-hmm. and delivered the message of the film that kind of kicked us into the final act. But man, I loved it. I loved it. And I thought it was very effective. And I, I kind of that that for me took it from a two star to a three star for me uh, because which in I, your rating is is positive, right? Yeah. So my my rating system is basically one star is terrible movie, like bad movie, don't want to see it. Two stars is like, you know, whatever. It was not not good, but not terrible. Like a a, a good bad movie in in uh, the flop house rankings. It would be you know it's bad, but it's you know it. I I didn't hate it. I sat through the whole thing. Three. Uh, I define as fine, will not watch again, or do not need to watch again. Four is good, will watch again. Five is as near perfect as a movie could get. So like Back to the Future and Jurassic Park are both five-star movies for me. They're not perfect. There are plot inconsistencies or stuff, but they're about as perfect, as near perfect as a movie can get. Um, so that's, that's my rating system. And so Brink... I will probably never watch this movie again. I don't I don't need to I don't need to experience Brink again. But that moment, that that conversation he had with his dad was so well written and so well delivered that it it definitely bumped it up to like this is a, you know, this is a fine movie and any I think I think kids who watch it would be, you know, well, and, I don't and know, kids, would be good to hear that. Heck, anybody, it's good right. to They'd, it's good to be, be good reminded to hear that. of that message. Right. Yeah, so I definitely, I definitely wanted to bring that that up just for for the sheer fact that it is, or I'm glad you brought that up, and I wanted to talk about it because uh, if only for the sheer like complete 180 this movie does, uh, where it where it turns into a heartfelt like both of us father fatherly you know message where like the dad actually is a dad and does dad stuff and has a a real heartfelt conversation with his son that has a realistic and positive effect on his kid. Well, and at that point, the dad becomes a fully fleshed out character. Prior to that, the dad is like, I don't think the dad was like, Oh, my back hurts. I want to go back to work. I hate skating. Why aren't you a normal kid? You know, why why aren't you unhappy about the first day? Like, it was just a like here is the dad character for the to that was that that is simply here to inform and reflect the actions of the main character, right? Yes. He was he was not his own character. And then suddenly, honestly, like that scene and then the scene where cuz I it was a different scene, right? Where he, you know, asks him what's wrong cuz I feel like that 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 scene comes later when he finally gives in and tells his dad what's going on. Yeah, but there's when he an tells earlier his dad, where... I joined the I joined the team right. without and again, that's another really good scene where the dad reacts realistically and like doesn't get mad at him and is proud of him for being honest 
and gives him advice and doesn't, you know, like fly off the handle and say like, well, you disobeyed us. You're, you're never skating again. He like, the, which is, which is what the, what the 2d dad would have right. done. The conversation ends with, if you decide to compete, I would love to come watch you, which is awesome. Very yeah, parental. It, and, and, and earlier, like the, the earlier scene though, that I'm thinking of is he, he asks him cause he can tell something is wrong. And he says, hey, what's wrong? And he's like, nothing. And he says something to the effect of, is that nothing like nothing or nothing like stop asking me? Nothing like I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I nothing believe. like I don't want to talk about it. And he says, I you know, I just don't feel like talking about it. And it's like, well, that's okay. But what it's something like, but I still want to, you know, but I'm still, or no, he says, don't worry about it. And he says, okay, I won't, you know, we don't have to talk about it, but I'm still going to worry about it because I'm your dad and that's my job. And I'm like, but it, again, that was where the dad played against what it felt like they, because this movie had felt so by the numbers up to this point, it didn't feel like the dad was going to be a yeah. character. And I, so it wasn't the, the fly off the handle expect, you know, it was a supportiveness that you didn't expect to see. I think what we're so saying the dad is, surprised uh, us. I think what we're saying is, Hey, David Graff, good job. Yeah, unfortunately, David Graff, I, I looked it up on IMDb, passed away in 2001, yeah. man. And that's just sad because dude, Which, dude was played his role extremely well. Yeah, and everybody would know him as Tackleberry in uh, Police Academy. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. That's no going to be his, his, uh, his main credit is Tackleberry. Uh, and Police Academy, Police Academy Two, Police yeah. Academy Three. Please, they Four, made, five, they six, made a seven, lot of eight, those, nine, didn't ten, they? eleven. Yeah, I think I think maybe maybe sixteen with. He's got uh, hundred and one acting credits, and ninety five <laughs> right, of them Police are Academy. Police Academy. <laughs> oh man! But so i I feel like I feel like the takeaway here is if you want to watch Brink, you know what? Here's here's my takeaway. If you want to watch Brink, watch Surf Ninjas because it's a way better movie that's going to have some <laughs> some and and don't get me wrong, it's a bad movie, but it's a way better it, it's a way more fun movie um that'll still get you that that South Cali like uh no care in the world kid with the with all the accents, you know, the 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 surfer dude accent and everything which skaters and surfers basically the same for for the purposes of this film anyway, right? Basically yeah. the same thing. It's it's uh, it's all that. It's all what what filmmakers believe everybody in California talks like. Uh, I thought the at the beginning when he says like, "Hey, uh, is it true that skateboarders suck so bad?" And the skateboard <laughs> guy's like, "What'd you say, bro?" And he's like, "That guy over there just said skateboarders are ding dongs." Uh, he is that true? And the guy's like, oh, "He said that." Oh, and then he like it's so dumb. <laughs> like, uh, and, and so, also so clearly anyway, these are like thirty year old actors playing. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Students. They. They. They're. Yeah. You're like. Oh look, that guy's about to go to jail for <laughs> right. beating a child. <laughs> it's about to be what happens there. But anyway, go watch Surf Ninjas because you'll have more fun. And then you know, about halfway through the movie, just pick a just pick a section. Watch the two scenes with Brink and his dad. And then just go back and watch some more surf ninjas. <laughs> Boom. To make I, have, some... I have solved Brink for you. The Snyder cut of Brink and surf ninjas where you cut them together into one super movie with all different actors. 
Or I or I can cut Brink down to like a ten minute film. Yeah. A short. So overall, um, this one was pretty meh. Um I rated it and I guess let's uh we can we can end all of these episodes with our letterboxed it, score of the movie i guess i rated it three stars on letterboxed it's gonna be four but again please take all of our take take how we rate these into account and again i am putting this my my new rating is this one goes at the top of the movies that we have seen because i'm rating that rating is simply based on the quality in comparison to other decom movies as we have seen them jeremy where does it fall under I, uh, it, we're not going to we're not going to go through all of them at some point because it's going to get too long right now there's three of them so under wraps you lucky dog and brink where do they go i think under wraps is still first for me and then brink and then you lucky dog because by, by nothing, a mile ain't nothing drop under that you, you lucky dog that anytime movie, soon i don't think so wildly strange i but don't on the, but uh, but you know what? Give them credit because what are we going to be talking about? Twenty movies from are we going to be talking about Brink? Twenty movies from now? Nah, son. <laughs> but we'll probably be still be talking some <laughs> you lucky dog. I I imagine we're going to say not as bad as you lucky dog uh, about a lot of these movies. Yeah. So next, so had you had you ever seen Brink before? No, I I think I'd seen maybe a part of it at some point. I had but never no, seen I, it. Nor I had, had not I, seen it. I had never heard of it until. Oh, I definitely we heard of it because I, I remember seeing commercials for it on Disney Channel. Hmm. Um. But by the way, we're probably probably a lot of people aren't going to like us because according to Rotten Tomatoes, this baby is sitting at seventy six percent. Really, really, wowzers! Um, I don't I don't know how many people have rated it because the website is not working for me. Yay. <laughs> But some some form of audience ratings uh, has equaled up to seventy six percent. So hey, you guys like it? We don't dislike it. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Don't dislike it. Um, the next movie is Halloween Town, nineteen ninety eight. Uh, have you ever seen Halloween Town? I have seen Halloween Town. Okay, I have not seen Halloween Town. So this that will be interesting. Looks. Like a movie. Um, <laughs> be a good yeah, we'll one see to... how that goes for you. <laughs> All right. Well, that's another Disney Channel original movie in the can. We'll see you guys in three months. Three months.